Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to podcast number 321. We've got a great show for you this evening. Our special guest is Brent Michael Phillips. We're going to talk about higher dimensional living and a whole bunch of stuff that uh, Brent does. He's an amazing guy, um, whether it's uh, self-instant healings, the law of attraction. He's got a formula for miracles where science reveals the secrets of spirit bridging the gap between the worlds of science and spirituality by explaining the real science used by healers, mystics, self-help gurus, and miracle workers to manipulate and bend the fabric of reality itself. It's going to be a great show. Brent was on the show about six months ago, and I, at the time, I was so impressed with his book and uh, what he had to say on the show on Guys Guys Radio that I said, you know what, I'm going to sign up for level one of your training. And then we're going to come back on the show and we'll talk about that. And so here we are this evening. So we're going to bring Brent out very shortly. Again, this is Guys Guys Radio, podcast number 321. This is the place where when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. It started with my novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love, which is a rom-com about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money. And from there, uh, we've really been on a journey where... I developed my website, built a website, robertmanny, M-A-N-N-I.com, where I blogged. There's over 300 uh, blog posts on everything from life, love, and a pursuit of happiness, relationships, love, spirituality, wellness, running a marathon, going to a holiday party and knowing how to behave yourself, how to handle rejection, how to handle success, how to man up for a breakup, all kinds of stuff. The blog on there is syndicated. I just did one for a new one for uh, Cupid's Pulse. They just picked me up and asked me to write a column for them called Ask the Guys Guy. So people write in every month with a question and then uh, about relationships, and I take it from there. What we're doing on the show is on Guys Guys Radio, we've been around for 321 podcasts. We're on, we're on Stitcher, we're on TuneIn, we're on iTunes, and we're on Blog Talk Radio. If you want to support the show, I would ask you to go on iTunes and rate, subscribe, um, and just you know do do that. Just subscribe, review, rate the show, which is a big help. And if you want to check out my novel, it's still selling. The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. It's a rom com. It's been called the male successor to Sex in the City, and it all came from there. And it's about love, and everything we do is about love. And what we're doing on Guy's Guy's Radio, as well as my website, and as well as the whole Guy's Guy's movement, is we're bringing Uh, information to people who are seeking. They're seeking to have their best life. They're seeking to have a better life. They're seeking to get past what has been sold to them, a kind of the bill of goods that we've all been sold about getting up, going to work, being tired, going home, having a couple of drinks, watching TV, rinse and repeat. There's more to it. And in modern society, sometimes we just we, you know, you would, there's, it's such a great time and there's so much out there at our fingertips yet 
so few people get the opportunity to take advantage of all these different things because we're, you know, we have financial uh, obligations, debt, just health issues, the cost of living, the cost of meds, the cost of health care. And uh, a lot of people feel like they've been really kept down and they're seeking. They know there's more. And I'm a boomer and I have a lot of boomer friends and they're asking a lot of questions and they're wondering, is that it? You just work your whole life, just like my old man did. You just work and work and then they throw you out and then you're on Social Security or whatever. You play some golf and then it's good night, Irene. Well, there's a lot more out there and you can be seeking uh, age is a number. You can be seeking and learning uh, throughout uh, it, it, I, I assure you, and I'm proof of the pudding. I've been going through that process myself, and I have learned so much in the last five years. It's amazing. So what I'm doing on Guys Guys Radio is bringing guests on who I find fascinating, have something to offer, and exposing it for our audience. And then you can decide, hey, that's for me, or, well, you know what? I kind of get it, but I don't know if I'm vibing with it. Whatever. We're bringing lots of different guests out there, lots of different information for you to consider and think about. So that's that's what we're all about at Guys Guys Radio. And again, 321 podcasts, and you can they're all for free. And uh, all I ask is that if you can, take a moment. If you like the show, give us a good rating on iTunes. That really helps boost up uh, our placement there. Uh, here we are in New York City, where our studio is. Uh, whether it's, uh, you know what, it's end of October. It feels like the end of November. We've had such bizarre, I always talk about the weather at the beginning of the show, because the weather is so bizarre now in New York. It's like sometimes it's tropical. You get these nor'easters all the time. There's, it's just wacky weather where the weather doesn't correspond to the to the months anymore. And I always say if it's going to be cool, October's transition month. And when it's cold in October, you're going to have a cold winter. Yet they're saying there's an El, a mild El Nino and it's not going to be a cold winter. It's going to be wet and warm. We'll see what happens. But you know what? Not even Halloween. It's pretty cold out. Everybody's wearing down jackets and stuff. So we'll see what happens. It's supposed to be a nor'easter coming up this weekend from the storm that was down, that is down Wilma, I think it is, who's down or uh, in Texas. We're supposed to get that this weekend. So we'll see what happens. Um, as I said, Halloween's coming next Wednesday. There'll be a lot of Halloween stuff going on this Saturday. I'm sure Saturday night. I'm actually taking my son. He's five to a Halloween party. See how that goes. It should be fun. A whole bunch of five-year-olds dressed up is always hilarious. I actually went to my son's school today. I had the time, and I they wanted volunteers to read to the class. So I read two stories, two books, two kids' books to uh, five-year-olds, and uh, it was a blast. They really uh, was, I picked a couple of interactive books. Uh, one was uh, Don't Let a Pigeon Drive the Bus, and another one is about, uh, I think it was called George Bark. It's about this dog who, uh, uh, instead of barking, he, he's making different animal sounds, and it turns out that he, he swallowed all these other animals. Uh, very cute stories that the kids can kind of respond to while I, while, while I was reading, so I had a good time doing that. Um, what else is happening? We have the Dodgers and the Red Sox in the World Series. Dodgers were there last year. It would be nice if they could pull it off, but um, Red Sox are tough. I'm a Yankees fan uh, forever, and... Uh, I think that Yankees matched up fine with them and uh, they just, they got stopped. Uh, so the Red Sox deserve to be where they are. They've got a one game lead game two is this evening. Let's see if the Dodgers can win one. They have to have pitching if they're going to win this series. And if they can win tonight and get back to LA, they got a shot. If they lose tonight, I don't think they're going anywhere. 
Uh, and that's sad if you lose two World Series back-to-back because when you get to the finals, you want to pull, pull it out. So we'll see. I think they've got some moxie. I think they can they can win tonight, but we'll see what happens. Um, what else? In the news, we've got the whole thing with the midterms coming up. Now the immigrants are coming, this huge pack of immigrants wanting to get into the United States or marching across Mexico. I just find it so bizarre that why is this happening right now, perfectly timed with the midterms? Who is, is, is this just coincidence or is the Republicans behind this or the Democrats behind this? I don't know, but I think it actually helps the Republicans because the, uh, they can point out the demons, the bad guys. Look, they're coming. And there's Middle, Middle, Eastern, Middle Eastern people coming into the U.S. So I think it works very well for the Republicans, but we'll see what happens. I actually think what's going to happen is the Democrats are going to take the House. The Republicans are going to hang on to the Senate by a, by a state or two uh, or a representative or two. And then you're going to have a whole mess with Trump because the, Republic, the Democrats are going to want to impeach him and they'll probably get it through the House. And then the Senate's not going to go along because I think you need two thirds of the Senate. And then where are you going to have? We'll see what the Mueller investigation brings out. But to me, no matter what it says, the base for Trump is not going to be moved by it because he's already trashed the, the process. So we'll see. It's crazy days here in the U.S. And uh, just, man, every time I, if I turn the TV and I see him, I'm like, what is it? What now? And I like disruption and I like some of the ideas. Uh, you know, I don't have a problem with us. One of the things that Trump says that I actually like is go back to the gold standard. Because right now our monetary system is based on nonsense. It's based on nothing. They're just printing money. Maybe it's tied to the oil dollars, but it's certainly not tied to gold anymore. The gold standard, at least it gives context and some grounding. But, um, you know, he's got to watch out. You don't mess around with the, with the Fed and who's ever behind that because uh, the powers that be don't really like that. So we'll see what happens uh, there uh, elsewhere. Oh, I have... I mentioned this before, I think, on a previous show, but I have an iPhone 5S. I got it in 2012. It's still working. The last couple of weeks, it's been going haywire where the battery just drains and drains and drains. Then they had a new vo- uh, version of the software, and I'm like, Should, is this just going to completely kill it? I put it in, and actually, the phone's working great. Now, I already ordered the, uh, the XR, the new XR, which is kind of a super powerful, but like not... Uh, not the most expensive model, but it's got a 6.1 inch screen and uh, I got a great payment plan, so I can't wait to get it. But you know what the thing is? You buy stuff online and immediately you get the survey. How was your purchase? I just made, I just put the transaction through and I'm getting from Apple. How was the purchase? I don't have the product. They didn't ship it yet. How am I going to rate that? And it happens all the time. Anytime I buy something online, I get a survey about it. And, you know, it's about, okay, was it easy enough to do the transaction online? I hope so. This is 2018. But the whole selling experience and the customer experience there, that, that depends on when you get your shipment, if the right items were shipped, and if you're satisfied. Don't send the, the survey out when you place the order. It, it means nothing except does your website work? And if it doesn't, you shouldn't be in business anyhow if you're selling stuff. So that's my little rant there. Uh, Elsewhere, oh, you know, it's interesting that uh, if you're a football fan, the NFL, now there's a trading deadline and teams actually in the NFL, I don't recall seeing this in the past, they make trades, they get rid of high-priced players, they trade for draft picks, just like they do in basketball, just like they do – you know, in baseball, the trading deadline's a big thing. But now in football, 
wow, big players are being traded. The New York Giants, who are one and six, I think, uh, traded uh, two uh, good players, Eli Apple, a cornerback, and Snacks uh, Harrison, a uh, defensive lineman. So they're basically packing it in for the year, and I think there's more to go on that team. And But other teams, like Amari Cooper, went from the Raiders to the Cowboys, and uh, and who else? I think this guy, Patrick Peterson, was probably the best cornerback in pro football. He wants out of Arizona because they're horrible, and uh, we'll see what they get for him. So it's, it's actually it makes things interesting, particularly if you play fantasy football. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun now. Uh, let's see if there's anything else I want to talk about before we bring our guests on. I think that's it. I always put a couple of extra notes there. Oh, yeah, the Dow plunged 600 points today, FYI, if you didn't already know that. Um, and, uh, that's uh, also interesting. That is right before the midterms that's the market's manipulated in different ways. Does this have something to do with it? I don't know. It's still two weeks to go before the election. Remember what happened in 2016, you know, it looked like it was all Hillary all the way. And then Comey, who's been demonized by Trump, Comey actually, I think cost Hillary the election by, bringing up the fact that there might be other she's, he's going to reopen the investigation that that crushed Hillary. So interesting to see what happens in these next two weeks. And Trump has the, uh, you know, he does the, you know, the authoritarian tactics he gives, he wants to give something selling fear and then give something to the populace uh, voting people right before the election, which is, you know, right from the, from the handbook. So now he's saying middle-class task tax cut executive order. I don't think he can put through a middle-class tax cut with an executive order right now. I think it has to go through the legislature, but uh, it's hilarious. We, you know, we are in a crazy place right now in this country. So let's, let's see what happens. We're going to take a uh, super short break, and then we're going to bring our special guest, Brent Michael Phillips, on. We're going to talk about awakening dynamics and higher dimensional living. You're listening to the Guys Guy Radio. All right, we're back. Welcome back to Guys Guys Radio. As I told you, we have a great show and a very special guest, Brent Michael Phillips. Um, let me tell you about him. Uh, I, I took his, I had him as a, as a guest. He has a book, uh, he has a couple of books, but the book that we talked about last time he's on was The Formula for Miracles, Understanding, Part One where science reveals secrets of spirit. And uh, based on that and our discussion, I said, I'm going to take your level one training. I did. I got a lot out of it. And we're going to talk about some of that tonight. And then I actually did some one-on-ones with Brent to work on some things to kind of switch my um, consciousness, if you will, from that of uh, any victimization, feeling like a victim to feeling like a victor, which is very important. And uh, I think it really works. So I'm very appreciative of Brent. Uh, Brent's efforts and also of the fantastic uh, level one training that I took. Um, so let's talk about Brent a little bit. He's a successful engineer and was one of the people who helped create the internet during his time at MIT. Yes, he was one of those guys. After he left MIT to pursue a technolo- technology startup, he experienced a staggering f- physical change and he had years and years of chronic pain and tried all kinds of treatments doctors of doctors and they put him on permanent disability and he had his right arm was actually he's a great story about this uh was paralyzed uh and he did some ex- after some experimental surgery and he went to a healer and he had his first miracle and when his arm was instantly and permanently healed so he knew that his life had been altered so 
He then spent years studying with the world's best master healers, gurus, psychics, spiritual teachers to discover, but also reverse engineer the scientific laws and principles underlying miraculous instant healing, financial abundance, manifestations, loving relationships, and even quote unquote enlightenment. He is the creator of the awakening dynamic system, which consists of advanced consciousness technologies for subconscious clearing, instant healing, manifestation, seeing energy and auras, and the ascension of consciousness from awakening to enlightenment. He's also an award-winning author, Amazon.com, number one best-selling co-author and inventor of the patent-pending Formula for Miracles technology. Uh, he loves to teach and heal and help others experience their own genuine spiritual awakening. Um, you can get a lot of his books for free. Just go to his website, awakeningdynamics.com, and uh, and he's a great guy, and he's a music lover, and he's a lot of fun. So let's bring him on to Guys Guys Radio right now. How are you, Brent? I am doing great. Excited to be here. This is awesome. Oh, thanks. How have you, how have you been? How was your summer? You know, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, got to a lot of concerts this year. Uh, okay. Who did you see? You know, music is a big passion for me. Yep. Um, oh, wow, I've seen so many great shows. Um, probably the best I've seen recently was Serenity and Arcona. Uh, that that okay. was just amazing, mind blowing. Uh, Lindsey Sterling blew me away too. And what uh, type went, of music? Forgive me. Um, I know you have very eclectic sure. taste. She uh, she is a dancing violinist, and okay. I went to see Evanescence because I've been a Evanescence right, fan right. since the I know beginning. That, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, she was playing with them, and I'd never heard of Lindsey Sterling, and oh my gosh, I was so blown away. I am a huge fan now. In fact, uh, I went on Saturday with my family, and I was so impressed. I bought front row tickets to go see him again the following Tuesday. <laughs> Whoa! Fantastic. It, it, was, it was really that good. And you're uh, a Dodgers for, fan, right? I am a big Dodgers fan. In fact, my son was in tears last night, saying, "Daddy, how are the Dodgers going to beat the Red Sox?" <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be. I hope it's going to be a good series. You know, we got two yeah. great teams, lots of yep. history. You know, passionate fan bases. Yep. And uh, you know, I, I hope it goes seven. <laughs> That's what I'm yeah, hoping for. Yeah, I would yeah. love to see. I love to see seven games. You know, he just it doesn't get much better than that, right? Yep, yep. Uh, well, I think they got to win tonight to to make that happen. Otherwise, it's going to be tough. Um, but we'll see. I'm rooting for them too. Let's talk about um, your work. Um, uh, as I mentioned, uh, after our conversation, after reading your book and our conversation last time you were on Guys Guys Radio, I said I would sign up for your level one training. I did. I got a lot out of it, and uh, I think it's fantastic. And also, I got so much out of one-on-one work that I did with you. So thank you for that. And um, so let's talk about let's talk about um, what you know what Awakening Dynamics is all about. I know we touched on it last time, but just for our new listeners, let's talk a little bit about your work, your approach, uh, what happened to you. I think the most provocative story is that you 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 had gotten very sick. And uh, you went to all, you tried all these different types of uh, healings, traditional Western, uh, spiritual, uh, Eastern, every, every, everything, and nothing seemed to work. And then you had an instant healing and your life changed. So maybe pick it up from there. Absolutely. And so I want everyone to know that uh, uh, if you had asked me 20 years ago, I never would have thought I'd be doing anything like this. Wow. To be mm-hmm. a full-time healing practitioner or a spiritual teacher considered by some a guru or a spiritual leader, uh, not even on my radar, because I was just a geek. I loved computers. I loved video games. I loved Star Wars. I loved Dungeons and Dragons, right? 
And mm-hmm. uh, when I was at MIT, I was really fortunate to discover the Internet. And, of course, that sounds funny today, but back in the 80s, no one had ever heard of it. And it was especially during my time in grad school there at MIT that I was part of the group that did some really amazing stuff with the Internet. Uh, you know, just one of the cool things we did was uh, in 1994, it was me and my group that sent the first ever live video over the web. Wow. So and we that's really, when, really exciting uh, stuff. Yeah, that's yep. really the year where the Internet came into prominence. It was like 94. So, yeah, uh, 94, 95 was really when yep. the Internet uh, broke out. And at the time, I was working on my Ph.D., but I figured, heck, I don't want to wait around for five years. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. I saw it as the gold rush of my generation. And so, long story short, I left MIT, uh, uh, moved to California, uh, created a startup company with my lifelong best friend, and I figured, heck, I'll work really hard for a couple of years, sell my company for millions of dollars, and by the time I'm 30, I'll be spending my days on some tropical island hot tubbing with supermodels. That was uh, there you go. That was like that, that was my plan. That sounds like a pretty good plan for a young man. Yeah, huh? absolutely. Yeah. Got off to a great start. In the first year, uh, I did the very first website for the release of the Sony PlayStation in the summer of 1995. Wow. I did the first website for Nissan Motors, the first website for Disneyland. So we were doing some great work. Uh, we even started a second company creating a revolutionary online game technology, and I created really the first uh, graphical MOG or massively multiplayer online game. Uh, but uh, I had the curse of being ahead of my time. Uh, nowadays, mm-hmm. they're everywhere, right? World of Warcraft right. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're making like $50 billion a year. It's crazy. But uh, what happened to me was, long story short, I was working 100 hours a week, and my body broke down. And there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you know, all I knew, I was in horrible pain. Uh, I had to move in with my parents because some days... I was in so much pain I needed help just eating my meals. So this wasn't just a little tingle in my wrist. This was devastating pain. And uh, as you mentioned, I spent three years in conventional therapies, and instead of getting better, I got worse. Uh, When I was 27 years old, they kicked me out, uh, told me that I could never work again, that there was no chance of recovery, and I was put on permanent disability and sent home to die. Uh, Wow. After that... Uh, right after that, my lifelong best friend betrayed me, uh, sold the company I had founded for millions of dollars behind my back, and uh, also I found out he had been secretly seeing the woman I was crazy in love with. So <laughs> that's pretty. That's a pretty good wipeout, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've got every angle covered. Just, just about. You couldn't get too much worse, right? Right. Uh, that's when I turned to the more esoteric stuff. I tried the Eastern medicine. I did positive thinking and acupuncture and herbs and Ayurveda and Reiki and pranic and cleanses and diets and you name it, right? Mm-hmm. Five years of this stuff. I didn't get better. I got worse. And uh, so I learned. Let's hold on that point for a second because um, you, you, you are open, though, to those uh, modalities, though. I mean, for what you had, it was not working. And uh, tell us why you think you got worse. And do you dis- discount those other modalities? Or? Oh, not at all. Not at all. Okay. I think okay. there's great value in all those things. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't learn until many years later that I had contracted Lyme disease when I was at MIT ah. on a camping okay. trip. Mm-hmm. So I had Lyme disease that ran undiagnosed for over 15 years. That was okay. part of it. Uh, mm-hmm. I also learned again many years later uh, I had been suffering from chemical poisoning from aspartame, wow. which we know was nut- okay. NutraSweet. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I was also, again, found years later, uh, I was born with a neurological disease that ran undiagnosed until I was in my 40s. Okay. So you put all those things you, together. You hit the trifecta, Brent. Yeah, and I was basically an impossible patient. That, uh, you know, I've had hundreds of sessions of acupuncture. I'm certainly not opposed to it. I think it does great things for a lot of people. Uh, it just couldn't help me. That's all. Okay. Same thing for all these things, cleansing, fasting, diets, you know, Reiki, uh, magnets, you know, electric stems. All, all these things are wonderful healing mm-hmm. tools. Just nothing helped me, and it was so frustrating. Uh, I actually agreed to have an experimental surgery uh, just because I was desperate and out of options. And uh, when I woke up from the surgery, instead of me being cured of my pain, uh, I woke up with my arm paralyzed. And so that was really rock bottom. And uh, it was not long after that that my first wife left me. So, you know, to to add uh, fuel to that fire. And uh, four months of failed treatments on my paralyzed arm, uh, I went to go see this lady named Terry, who uh, had been referred by my aunt. And she goes, hey, Brent, you know, uh, Terry does some kind of crazy new age healing. You should give it a shot. And honestly, I didn't think anything would happen, right? I'd been to different kinds yep. of healers before. I'd been to, you know, literally hundreds of sessions of acupuncture and herbs and physical therapy and you name it, right? You know, I, I was I was a full-time patient for the better part of a decade. All I did was go around and get treatment. And mm-hmm. uh, I went to see Terry, and she was just like, oh, Brent, come on in. And, you know, she explained to me the power of the mind and how to access the subconscious using the theta brainwave. And, uh, you know, asked me a lot of questions about my belief in God and what had happened in my childhood and with my best friend and, you know, the heartbreaks and the money I had lost and all the pain I'd been in. And she's doing this kind of block clearing thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. It seems kind of crazy because she was just sitting across the room from me because this is all done with the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no hands-on. There was no tapping or pushing or needles. I didn't take anything. It was all done entirely with the mind. And honestly, I didn't expect anything to happen, right? I just figured, yep. well, there's you know one more one more that's gone off the deep end of the New Age pool, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, right. at the end of our session, she goes, okay, dear, then we're going to take care of your arm now. And I'm like, sure, lady, right, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm literally looking out the window thinking about what I want to pick up on the way home for lunch. And okay. she kind of closed her eyes and went into a trance. And about a minute later, I felt this loud pop and crack inside my elbow. And I was just like, whoa. And I'm like, what just happened? And I remember Terry opened her eyes and said, okay, dear, try your arm now. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I was like, oh, my God, uh, I could move my arm again. Now, That's amazing. Th- just so everyone knows, that's not actually what I said. But, you know, we want we, we want to keep the language clean for our younger listeners. <laughs> so what, what did she attribute it? What did she attribute that to? You know, it's listeners? funny. She wasn't surprised at all. Right. She was just like, of course your arm healed. And uh, and so I was amazed by this. And, you know, that that's the moment my life changed com- direction completely. Okay. And, you know, this uh, a really diehard scientist and engineer... Uh, uh, decided to uh, follow down a spiritual path. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, Terry was my first uh, mentor, and I learned everything I could from her. And essentially what I learned was we were using the power of the theta brain state, which is the brain state we go into when we're asleep and dreaming. Right. And that acts, that acts like a magical key that unlocks the power of the subconscious mind. And so by learning to access the theta state and using certain techniques, you can actually direct the mind and body's power to kind of recode the subconscious. 
And as a software engineer, that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. What, what I learned in years of research was pretty simple, that uh, uh, all of us are kind of like computers. The body's the hardware, and the subconscious is the software. Yep. And everything that happens in your life is actually created by us based on this code inside of us. So we all have a program for our physical health, for our emotional health. We have a program for our career success, for how much money we make, for how many friends we have, uh, for our level of happiness, for our sense of purpose, you name it. And all this is literally coded into us just like a computer. And the beautiful thing is, uh, just like your computer, if you don't like how your program's running, you can change the code. Mm-hmm. And so, so would you that's say really what Terry okay. did for would, me. Okay. Would you say, Brent, that then the brain is um, like a processor and that uh, a lot of the work you do is um, reprogramming the software of yes. the brain? Uh, okay. I think that's a great way to describe it. The, the brain is like the CPU. It's the processor that runs the code. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the brain itself is not the code. That's right. what I want people to hear. It's just like the processor that sits in the middle of your computer's motherboard. That's not the code. That's just the thing that runs the code. Uh, what actually causes you, the, what hap- the things in your life is the programming it runs. Mm-hmm. And that's what we call the subconscious mind. You know, I like to think of it as the software of the soul. Got it. Like our kind of our small self in a way. Um, you said something very provocative during the training, and that is, I, I have it written down here. The great lie is that you are a being. We are all empty. There is nobody here. Uh, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but I think, um, you know, that 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 um, articulation of, I guess, consciousness that we are is, a, is something that people need to uh, um, consider uh, so they can kind of get out of everything they've been taught in terms of how to identify things and the expectations that come with these definitions that are all based on history, if you will. Could you help me out with this? Sure. Uh, I'm trying to artic- articulate, Brent. Sure, absolutely. So th- this is what I found. Um, I-, I spent the first, you know, maybe five, eight years of my career as a healer really mastering what I call the metaphysics, how to do an instant healing, how to get to a theta state, right? How to clear subconscious blocks, how to release traumas, how to create the kind of life you're looking for. And so that, that's what I would call the, the formula for miracles. Okay. And it's that, that's a great thing because it's very easy to learn. You know, you saw that in the, in the uh, weekend training, uh, in yep. the first couple hours, everybody learns how to perform a healing and, do it, and actually mm-hmm. does it and receives a healing. Everybody gets to clear a subconscious block, add code to the subconscious, manifest from a theta wave, all sorts of things, right? Uh, yep. And th- those are wonderful tools. And they created, you know, literally hundreds of miracles, got me off disability, got me a new career, totally changed my life. However, even after mastering the metaphysics, what I found was there was a lot more there. Because even though I had uh, gotten rid of almost all my pain, even though I was making money, even though I had found love, uh, I was still suffering. And I knew there had to be a solution. And so I kept looking. And what I found was what we call awakening. And that is, in fact, is why I call the system awakening dynamics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is about awakening to the truth of you. Uh, that, that's the awakening. And the, the dynamics is all the techniques and uh, processes for making changes in your life. Instant Correct. healings, intuitive readings, block clearings, et cetera, right? 
Okay. And so what, what I found was this, that, that okay. most of us have no idea what we are. And that, that's such a big thing to say. Because, you know, I, I would have sworn I knew what I was. Uh, depending on when you asked me, I would have said, well, I'm a man, I'm an American, I'm an engineer, I'm a healer, right? I'm a father, things like that. Right. Uh, the truth is, none of that has anything to do with me. All those things describe what we might call the ego. Right. Definitions, and, yep. Right. And uh, we almost everybody in our world, especially in the West, we literally spend our whole lives in slavery to the ego. And it creates a huge amount of suffering. Yeah. And, it, and to history also, right, Brent? Absolutely. What we've been taught, and, the way things are, the definitions of what things are, and we carry that along, and then it creates these certain expectations and so you see a man and the man's got a nice suit on so he should be successful and then if he if he didn't have a nice suit on he had crumpled up clothes then he's not successful but all of these preconceived uh opinions that we come up with that are all based on history what we've been taught that are all kind of wrong and what's actually inside the person is really i would think i guess consciousness and divinity and from there we experience as God experiences through us, we're experiencing also. But to your point, we are really nothing but uh, experience. Is that, is that, am I um, on the right track here? Help absolutely. Me out. And the, okay. the trouble is most of us don't know how to recognize our own divinity. Mm-hmm. All we know ourselves as is the ego. Right. And so for, for you know, it, it's very difficult to explain what we are uh, on a quick interview, uh, but I can give a little bit, I can give everyone a start by explaining a little bit about what we're not. Okay. And so anybody of a, you know, philosophical, religious, spiritual bent knows that we are more than just our body, right? Yep. That, that, that's, pre- that's pretty obvious. Anyone that's had an out-of-body experience knows that for certain. Uh, we also know that we're more than our mind, that we have a mind, but th- there's more to us than just the mind and the body, isn't there? Uh, of course. Many people, what I believed for a long time, was that I was some kind of soul or reincarnating spirit. I wasn't sure exactly how that worked, but I figured that was me, right? Well, mm-hmm. here's what I learned. The truth is that there is a body. That's obvious, right? I got a body, you got a body, that guy over there has a body. Uh, there's also a mind. That, that, that much is obvious. There's also a soul. Yes, there is a soul. It is a real thing. But what we are is none of those things. What, what the truth of consciousness of awareness is, is, tr- is transcendent beyond anything that can be named or described. Mm-hmm. And the beauty of that is that's what we call awakening. That is God. the beginning of the end of suffering. Uh, that is, uh, has often been called the foot in the door to enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what, what I would... I get a lot of questions when people will say, hey, Brent, this sounds great, you know, uh, but my specific problem is X, Y, or Z. Can this help? Well, let me answer all those questions right now. Uh, if you are suffering in any way for any reason, this can help. Because there's so many ways we suffer. Some of us suffer over money or career or debt. Some of us suffer over relationships. Some of us suffer from physical illness, from emotional illness. Mm-hmm. And the, the the truth is, that there is a solution to all of these things. Yeah. It is a spiritual uh, solution, mm-hmm. and it does involve getting out of our own way 
and letting go of things we think we know. So it's not yep. easy. It's not for everyone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but it, it works. Let me interject for a second um, because one of the things that, uh, you know, having experienced uh, one-on-ones with you, Brent, which I would highly recommend to our audience and, and the level one training, um, uh, what, one of the things that Brent was really fantastic at helping is identifying kind of our uh, perspectives on cer- certain things. For instance, I have a vow of poverty uh, and changing that um, to I know what joy feels like or I know what it feels like to be rich and uh, teaching us some uh, muscle testing to uh, uh, test the um, validation of how we feel about that because we'll have a conversation with Brent and then he will kind of find out what, what's ailing us and then get into that theta state and then go in there and do a little software repair and then change it for us. Uh, help me out with that, Brent. Yeah, absolutely. And it's actually pretty straightforward. You know, the, yeah. the muscle testing is a tool we use that's very easy to learn. Uh, it allows you to directly communicate with the subconscious. And and so that that's a really powerful tool. Most people can learn it in about 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. then for the whole rest of your life, you have a straight line of communication right to your subconscious. I think that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the steps, if, if you don't mind my mentioning, some of the steps you taught us how to do some clearings Um, For instance, you recommended like, okay, clear radiation once a month. So I'll just give the big picture of the steps. And if you you don't want to get into the details, I totally understand. But uh, you connect with yourself and Brent teaches you this. Uh, Then there's a command for clearing, uh, a witnessing of that and a finishing and then a disconnect. And it's it's as simple as that after, you know, Brent has to walk you through all of these things. But those are pretty much the steps on how to how to do the work. And as Brent said, he can teach that in a very short period of time. And then we start working on each other and then uh, we can do things like clear a room. So I was thinking, I don't know if you're up for this, Brent, but um, and I would suggest that anybody who's listening to the podcast, or if you're in a moving vehicle or anything like that, don't do this right now. But if you're sitting at home and you're listening or you're you know, commuting to work or whatever, uh, maybe you want to try something. You want to try uh, showing us how to do a, uh, a clearing for uh, radiation oh. or clear a room we're in? Um, it's going to be, uh, we certainly don't have enough time for me to teach people how to do it, but I could do a quick clearing for everybody right now. Okay, let's do and, it. And so, uh, you know, what one is we can do a space clearing, uh, which is quite simply that uh, many of us don't realize that a lot of what bothers us day to day, you know, puts us in a bad mood, causes aches and pains, makes us tired mm-hmm. or irritable, uh, is actually just sort of energy that's floating around. Yep. It, it's sort of like we have physical weather, right? Some days it's sunny, some days it's cold, some days it's hot. There's also what you might call energetic weather. Mm-hmm. And it has a big influence, much bigger than we realize. And for many people, simply clearing the, the space around them can make a difference. Yeah. And so well, what I'll ask everyone to do right now, and uh, you know, like uh, you mentioned, if you're actively driving a car or something, Please be careful. Or, right? or heavy, heavy, working heavy machinery. Really, like, right. Like if you're working not, a bulldozer or yeah. something, you know, yeah. be careful. Not right right? Now. You can always yeah. you can always come listen to the replay later. So yeah. assuming you're in a situation where it's safe, uh, I want everyone to just take a minute to sort of look around the room they're in. And can get a sense of sort of the level of light, the colors, the shapes, and, and just the feeling of, of the space you're in. And then, again, only if you're, you know, not driving, if you're in a safe place, uh, close your eyes. And I'm going to go and do a quickly a clearing on the space that all our listeners are in. And I know that sounds crazy, 
but this is truly higher dimensional technology. I can trace through the podcast broadcast to energy, energetically connect to every person listening. And that's actually a very easy thing to do. So I'm going to go ahead. So if you want to get the clearing, just say yes out loud to give me your permission. Yes. And I'm going to take about five seconds here to go clear everyone's space. Okay, all set. <laughs> That's all it took. And so for everyone listening, go ahead and open your eyes again and yeah. take a look around the space you're in. See if you notice a difference. Many people will notice an immediate difference. Yeah. Definitely lighter. Um, I could feel almost a pop in my ears while you're doing the work, Brent, and it uh, uh-huh. feels good. Much lighter, much lighter. It's a very heavy, yeah. heavy energy in my workspace today, so uh, thank you. Fantastic. And, uh, and that's as simple having, as it is. Uh, it really is. Uh, having grown up in Los Angeles in the 70s, I remember right. our first-degree smog alerts. Mm-hmm. Right, Literally, the air would look brown. You couldn't see the mountains. Uh, the same thing happens with energy. So all we did was just clear some of the smog. And things will look brighter and crisper and cleaner and feel lighter. And, now you can you know, work, that took you all work, five seconds. Now you work on uh, you know once somebody learns this, uh, they can either you know you can work, work with you directly and you can do it for them and then they can learn it themselves. How often do you do the work uh, on yourself, Brent? You, you know what? Uh, what I tell everyone is uh, there's uh, I encourage everyone to do the training because you'll get three huge benefits. Uh, number one. For simple stuff, for little stuff, you can just work on yourself. So, you know, I don't work on myself every day, maybe once, twice a week. Uh, you know, a, a, <clears throat> an example that seems a little trivial, that was a big deal, deal to me. When I was in uh, uh, grade school, they had a Pac-Man at the local rec center. Mm-hmm. And my goal was to score a million points on one credit. Uh, I didn't achieve that. They took the Pac-Man away before I could get there. <laughs> Right, and it bothered me my whole freaking life. Thirty years later, they opened a Dave and Buster's near me, and they have an original Pac-Man machine. And uh, I remember going there, and I played for a couple hours, and I was scoring right back where I was when I was 12 years old. Wow! I couldn't get past cool. it, and I realized, oh my gosh, I need to change my energy. So I went back to my booth, ordered some chicken wings, right, and sat it about. You know, eight minutes of healing on myself, clearing some old childhood beliefs about scoring and all that. And within two weeks, I scored over a million points on one credit. Yikes. Good for you. And so, again, cool. that, that's, that's not like a, you know, winning the lottery or something. But it was an example of I had an energetic block. And that was something that in just a few minutes I was able to go identify and release. And with just a little bit of practice... I scored a million points on Pac-Man, achieved one, one of my long-time goals in life. That is amazing. That so, is amazing. That's wonderful. Uh, the other thing is, of course, uh, there's a need for professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When I have deep emotional things I need to work on, I call professionals right. because it's almost impossible to be objective about your own emotional stuff, right? Yep. Uh, just like they say, uh, a lawyer that represents himself has a fool for a client. Uh, right. The good news is anyone that has basic training, you can significantly reduce your need for paying professionals because you can do a lot of it yourself. Yep. And that's Very what true. I want to empower people to do. I want to empower people to learn how to take control of your life, mm-hmm. to learn how to create a better version of you, to help you achieve your goals, whether it's making a certain level of money, uh, athletic performance, 
uh, getting out of pain, finding love, finding a spiritual purpose. Uh, all, all these things have solutions. And, you know, I, I really want to emphasize to everybody that this really is technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it doesn't involve electronics, but it, it is technology. And we have really, you know, I think I'm offering what I consider state-of-the-art technology. And if we look at the how technology has moved, uh, if you went back in time just, you know, 150 years and asked someone uh, how long does it take to get from, say, New York to London, they would say, oh, it takes about a month on a sailing ship. Well, then we developed airplanes, and a jet airplane can do it in, what, four hours? Mm-hmm. And... Heck, the space station crosses the Atlantic in like eight minutes. And so it's just a matter of technology. And so our consciousness is also technology. There are laws of the universe, mathematical equations that govern it. And it has been my mission to go start to discover that, to bring some science and engineering discipline to kind of this touchy-feely world of woo-woo, new-agey healing and spirituality. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, let's face it, we don't have 30 years to meditate on a mountaintop to try to find enlightenment, do we? Right, exactly. Right, a lot of us have jobs and families and mortgages and car payments and a retirement and kids in college or whatever it is, right? You got Uh, it. My goal is to give everyone the most advanced technology so you can get to where you want to go sooner rather than later. Got it. Okay, There's uh, you mentioned uh, seven secrets to higher dimensional living. I mean, there's so much we can get into, but let's, let's touch on that because that's a two-page chart that I, I uh, check in on every so often, and there are really some key points there. So do you want to talk about the seven? Absolutely. And, and so okay. well, what, what the, I call the seven secrets to higher dimensional living are really our foundation for higher consciousness. Yep. It, these are the things that I think everybody needs to know. Uh, in the modern world, it would be very difficult to get by if you're illiterate. So we all need to learn to read and write, don't we? Uh, it would be difficult to get by if you didn't know how to use a smartphone or a computer. Uh, certainly in Los Angeles, you'd have a hard time getting around if you don't know how to drive a car. <laughs> it, you know, not, 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 not so hard in New York or Boston, but, right. but in L.A., it's a, real, mm-hmm. it's a very big deal, right? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the parallel I want to make is uh, we're moving into this 21st century where the world is becoming ultra-competitive. And trying to skate by with the old methods isn't going to work. And if we move into the future, not knowing these secrets is like being illiterate and uh, not knowing anything about computers and not being able to drive a car. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard to be successful without those basic skills. And so well, what I want to introduce people to is very simple teachings and techniques to harness this higher dimensional aspect of life that has been there the whole time. We just didn't know it was there. You know, uh, electricity is a good analog. Uh, for thousands of years, humans have known about electricity, right? You know, primitive humans could sit in their cave and watch uh, uh, lightning strikes in a thunderstorm. Exactly. They could feel static electricity discharges on a dry, cold winter day. So they knew about electricity. They just didn't know how it worked or how to use it. And so uh, we modern humans are like that with spiritual power. We've heard about it, right? We've heard stories of miracles and healings and people doing these incredible things. But we don't really understand it until now. And so the, the seven secrets are the entryway 
to, to understanding the harnessing the power of the mind, the divine aspect of us. And quite simply, you know, uh, n- nobody needs to write this down. Uh, if anybody's curious, you can just hop onto my website at awakeningdynamics.com and uh, put in your first name and primary email, and I'll give you my book, The Formula for Miracles, Volume 1, for free, as, as, lo- as well as what I call the blueprint for higher dimensional living. It's a little two-page chart you can print out. It has all this on it. So, you know, and, no need to scramble and write it down. But yeah, and I'll, I'll I, tell everyone I, what they are. Let, let me just say one thing on, on your behalf, uh, Brent, is that if you, when you sign up with Brent, um, you get so much free stuff and so much content through emails and j- just offerings that you can go download things. Just incredible. He's very, very generous with the content that he shares. So uh, just wanted to mention that. Thank you. Yeah, you'll, you'll get a lot of stuff. You'll get a couple books. You'll get the blueprint. You'll get a free ticket to attend one of my live webinars. There's a lot of good stuff there. And so uh, the seven secrets in order roughly are the instant healing, uh, awakening, uh, muscle testing, subconscious reprogramming, manifesting, embodiment, and intuition. And so, again, you know, no, no need to write it down. Uh, those are the seven basic skills that I think everyone needs to learn if they want to really – uh, uh, move, move their life up to a higher level. If you really are serious about achieving higher consciousness, about minimizing, eliminating suffering, uh, you, you got to learn this stuff. It's going to yeah. be really tough to do it without it. Yeah, it's because not about you know, um, how hard you gr- you're grinding it out. It doesn't have to be right. that hard. You have some. If you can t- learn some of these skills and deploy some of these tools on yourself and your the world around you, you can ha- be have a leg up on a lot of a lot of folks. And I'm not talking about being competitive, whatever, but just living your best life. That's right, right. That's right. There's so much more available. You know, we were talking about baseball earlier. Uh, baseball yeah. isn't too different. A hundred years ago, when Babe Ruth was playing, uh, he could skate by 100% on natural talent. He'd go out and get drunk every night, show up hungover, and still be a star. <laughs> it's true. He didn't know about nutrition. He didn't have a trainer. He didn't have a strength coach. He didn't have analytics, right? You didn't need that 100 years ago. But today, uh, there's nobody playing in the World Series that doesn't use all those things. Yep. You would not make it to the highest levels just based on talent. You need to know about nutrition. You need to know about conditioning. You need to know about analytics. And so this is the way the world is going. You know, these are the tools that we will use in the future. In fact, uh, if we talk sports, uh, there is only one major sports coach I'm aware of that integrated any of these kinds of teachings. And he did so at, honestly, I think, kind of a superficial level, using meditation and, and mind power. Uh, yeah, Phil Jackson? It's Phil Jackson. And he coached, I believe, 17 years in the NBA, went to the finals 13 times and won 10 championships. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So that's not a coincidence. Yep. So I guarantee in the future, every team will have an energy worker. Because without that, you'll be at such a huge disadvantage. You, you, can't, you can't even you know, get, get to the highest levels. Yep. And that's what's happening in our world. You know, in a lot of ways, life is getting harder. It, mm-hmm. it is harder than it used to be to find love, to make money, to find your place. And but it doesn't have also, to be. It doesn't have to be because we're given the tools and knowledge so that we can be better versions of ourselves, so we can accomplish yeah, more. Okay. And, and this is what life is asking of us. Mm-hmm. 
Let's take a quick pivot, and then we'll get back, and uh, I want you to take a couple minutes and tell everybody about where they can find you and your books and your courses and kind of what to expect. But uh, we mentioned in our brief correspondence via email uh, your interest in uh, Carl Wolf, who just passed. And he was an interesting guy. I was looking him up. He's a uh, a quantum entrainment and quantum cybernetics movement uh, and feedback Tell us a little bit about why he's so important and what uh, drew you to his work. And w- was he a UFO whistleblower also? He was. Okay. He was. And, and so he uh, just a lot to of address dream analysis quickly, too, right? Yes. Uh, he worked. Uh, he was in the Air Force uh, in the uh, 50s and 60s. And uh, one of the projects he was assigned to was analyzing the imagery coming back from the Apollo missions. And so he saw that, yes, there were some kind of structures on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, and so anyone that's curious, you can go on YouTube and Google it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's all out there for you to look up. Uh, Carl was probably my most important mentor and teacher. Oh, okay. Uh, because uh, Carl, I met Carl literally the day after I went bankrupt, and he did this crazy movement thing with me. He had me rollerblade and videotape me and kind of ripped me a new one, and I went home angry. I felt I got ripped off, and then. Uh, within a few days, I started making more money than I ever had in my life. It was crazy. And I was like, okay, there is something to this guy. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I was a dedicated student. I took everything he offered for about five years. And, uh, you know, really the, that was an important part of my own awakening and, and learning uh, the, the higher levels of what I offer. We haven't talked about it too much here. But we, go, we go very deep into the spiritual aspect. Uh, I've learned from him how to entrain people into the quantum field. Uh, Many people learn very quickly, learn how to see auras and energy with their open eyes. You learn how to see other people's other lifetimes on their faces. Uh, It sounds kind of crazy, but trust me, this is very real. It's technology. Mm -hmm. Uh, We use special forms of movement and, and entrainment of consciousness to literally shake off and change our energy very quickly. And, uh, you know, I, I can say that I, I've worked with a lot of incredible people over the years, a lot of different healers and gurus and masters and intuitives. And I would say Carl was absolutely the number one most powerful by a wide margin. You know, he is, uh, uh, you know, had told me once that uh, he was an incarnation of what they call the Siddhas from India, the immortals. Mm-hmm. You know, the people at the highest level of consciousness that he wanted to come and do it this time as a white American man. Uh, because that would allow him to bring uh, the spirituality to a whole new audience. Great. You know, it's interesting, on his website, um, there's a lot about him working with some of the big uh, entertainment companies and the studios, and uh, a lot of people believe, and I think it's right, that a lot of the disclosure that we're getting, kind of the drip, 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 comes to us through movies, and, uh, you know, in terms of technology and space suits and, uh, you know, military machinery and those, you know, body armor and all this kind of stuff that, you know, we see it on screen. Well, it wasn't just imagination. <laughs> That's right. That part of the way we're being programmed to, to accept the, the truth of a larger, a larger universe is through media. And uh, uh, the, the one thing about Carl that I think is so cool, uh, he worked with many of the top people in entertainment, a lot of names you would recognize. Uh, he even got made into a character on The Simpsons. Wow. And so you, you know you, you've got, you know some people in entertainment if they make you a character on The Simpsons, huh? <laughs> Who's and, the character, uh, you know, 
Uh, he's it's, it's Carl. He's the psychologist that follows Bart around with a video camera. Okay. <laughs> so the Simpsons fans, you can go look that up. And, you know, he voiced that character. It is based on him. Uh, cool. The movie Limitless was actually based in part mm-hmm. on Carl's work. Wow. That is there a magic pill that does that to you? No, there's not. But there is work in consciousness that does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the uh, – um, it is it is very sad. Uh, Carl passed tragically and unexpectedly two weeks ago in a uh, sporting accident. Uh, but uh, someone who was uh, about 75 years old uh, dying in a sporting accident, that's pretty awesome. How often does mm-hmm. that happen? Mm-hmm. There was no sickness, no pain, no hospital stay. It's just, you know, he was out on his bike uh, and boom. You know, just uh, – it was his time to go. Mm-hmm. Now, for, for those that are curious, uh, one of the, uh, you know, Carl would be upset if I said this, but now that he's gone, I think it's okay. Uh, back in the 90s, he worked with a film director. Uh, you've all heard of him. Uh, after working with Carl, he put out Titanic, James Cameron. Yep. And it became the most successful movie ever. Mm-hmm. So that's not a coincidence. And I'm very proud that uh, uh, Carl anointed me as the one to carry on his work. Fantastic. I was a little surprised, but he said, Brent, you're like the son I never had. And uh, it's funny that this geeky software engineer from MIT uh, became the one to carry on the work of one of the most powerful energy workers and and healers the world has ever seen. So how are you going to do that, Brent? Let's segue that into, because uh, we're running sure. short on time, let's segue that into uh, how are you going to do that and what uh, you know what, what are the core components of your programs that you want to uh, – uh, remind our listeners sure. about. Uh, really, all I want people to know right now is that what I offer runs very deep. Uh, I want to start everybody with things that are very easy to understand and learn and apply, so everyone has some success right away. But it goes much deeper. Uh, anybody that wants to learn more, uh, again, just go to my website at awakeningdynamics.com, and I'll wait a few seconds. A little box will pop up. Just put in your first name and primary email. I'll send you a whole bunch of cool gifts to get started with, all for free. You'll get my book, The Formula for Miracles, Volume 1. You'll get the blueprint for higher dimensional living. You'll get my book, Seven Steps to Happiness. And you'll also get an invitation to come to one of my webinars. In the webinars, uh, I will talk in more detail about how these, what these things are and how they work, and also lead everyone through some interactive processes. Because I don't just want everyone to hear about it. I want you to experience it for yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then those that are curious... You know, there's an opportunity to come to the Level 1 trainings I do about four times a year. I will turn you into a healer in a matter of hours, change your world. Uh, I also uh, sometimes am able to take new private session clients. Uh, If you're interested in applying, just go to my website at awakeningdynamics.com. There's a link on top that says private sessions. A little application will come up. It's very easy. Take you about one minute to fill out. And uh, if I feel it's a good fit and I'm able to take new clients, uh, my assistant will follow up. And, you know, uh, we'll get in touch. And, again, I want everyone to know that this is stuff everybody can learn. Mm -hmm. You do not have to be born with any kind of talent or skill or ability. Everybody has a divine spark within them. Uh, I just want to help uncover it. Excellent. And you helped me. As I mentioned, uh, you know, usually I don't get into – when I do the show, I – uh, I, you know, we focus a lot of the show about um, showcasing your work. And I did that on purpose because uh, I worked with you as I promised I would. You helped me. I took your course. I learned a lot. I think you're doing great work. I think you're a brilliant guy. 
And uh, that's how us guys, guys roll. And uh, I want to thank you for coming back to Guys, Guys Radio and uh, for being a friend, Brent. So oh, keep doing I, I, good I love work. your show. You know, uh, I love your, your introductions every time I hear them. You know, I'm happy to support, and I'll definitely, you know, we'll do it again in maybe six months or something. Cool. You know, you're, I would love it. you're doing some, some great things, and I want to help support that. All right. Thank you so much, Brent. All right, everybody. Our special guest, Brent Michael Phillips, Awakening Dynamics, awakeningdynamics.com. Check out the website. Learn more about Brent and his work, and there's a lot of good stuff there for you. So thank you, my friend. Good luck with the Dodgers. Good luck with your son, and all the best to you. All right, everybody, this is Guys Guys Radio. We're going to wrap it up. Um, it is uh, just about 8 o'clock, and uh, we're going to be back on Sunday night um, at 8 p.m. We have a special guest, uh, a, a very well-known uh, podcaster, who I think, she's, I think she's retired now, but Hillary Ramo. She has in- interviewed like everybody in the spiritual realm, a really cool person, and I can't wait to meet her. I have her book, The Hillary Ramo Shows Transcripts. We're going to talk about that. So look forward to that. And until then, remember what I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. Thanks a lot, folks.